Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. Hosted by the Missouri Training Institute, this is the Weekly Workplace. Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. With you today... Us. <laughs> I'm gonna need the more usual suspects. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna need more energy All the than usual that. Suspects. Uh, yeah. Missouri Training Institute in the house for 2023. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Can you all believe it? It's here. It's upon us. I know. Season. Three. Uh huh. That's a lot of round tables. It is a lot of round tables. I love it. It is. It's one of the highlights, though, of, of our weeks when we do this yeah. is, is, is this recording session. So I really enjoy um, having you all here. Yeah. It, and if. If you might have uh, heard in, you know, in 2022, last year, when we were talking about what we were going to do this year, be on the lookout because we are planning some live podcast recordings. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so whether we're going live on social media or whether we are live in-house, maybe over at Barnes and Nobles or heck, maybe it's your place. You want us to come record a live podcast? Email us uh, and we'll we'll think about yeah, doing that it. Sounds cool. Right. Right? I like it. Then we can finish out with an, like an ask me anything with your team. Yeah. Mm, now yeah, we've done idea. it. Great yeah. idea. Now we've done it. We're thinking on the fly here. I know. Somebody <laughs> write so, that down. I know. So, so I typical of Missouri Training Institute. So let's talk about this as we t- talk about our new year. New year, new you. All right. As the old cliche <laughs> says, right? Uh, but oftentimes this is the best time to really think about our current state of being. Yep. Right. And uh, Ray, I know you've used the idea before of, you know, there's that kind of regular state of the union address. Mm-hmm. How do we do this state of self address, right? State of well being address. Yeah. You know, it, 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 and that's true. I mean, and that's kind of where I got this um, when I wrote the article was, you know, I had just come off of hearing like the state of the union address and the state of the state address. And I was just like, how about the state of the team address? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously us. And then it even drilled down, like, what's the state of myself? You know, how would I uh, assess that? And so just kind of thinking about really taking the temperature of my team and what is the state of well-being of my team? Mm-hmm. Um And then, of course, each individual person on the team. And I love the way we kind of define this, you know, because for for people, well-being might seem like a pretty vague term, Mm -hmm. you know, to like what all. And we're going to break this down a little bit more. But the combination of feeling good and functioning well, I love that you that that's the language we're using that having those positive emotions, happiness, contentment, as well as the development of potential. You know, so there's kind of that good balance. Um, It is a full circle of well-being. And we'll talk about some of those different kind of dimensions, I think, of well-being as we as we move on. But let me just ask before we move on on that, what is your current state of well-being? If you had to kind of rank it, where where would you say you're at right now? Personally or for the team? Let's say for the team. I think the team's doing pretty well, actually. I think we have um, grown over the last couple of years. Um, I think we've had some bumpy stories fits and starts once in a while but this especially i think in even in the last um half of 2022 i I think that we have really uh kind of come together i think we've really gelled a lot better um than we have in the past that's just my personal assessment yeah you know if i was on a scale of one to ten in thinking about this and ten being like absolutely 
perfect state of well-being mm-hmm. um, for the team. I, I would agree. I think we kind of, you know, went down to about a five, you know, but we were going through a lot of change. Mm-hmm. And so that was actually to be expected mm-hmm. um, and then learned you know, and kind of tried out some new things and okay, well, that didn't work, you know, and trying things out. I would definitely say we're back, you know, eight, nine, you know, some days it's a 10. Mm -hmm. Some days we're all firing on all cylinders Mm -hmm. and it's just so beautiful. But I think overall for the year, Mm -hmm. I'd probably give us an eight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. It felt like a good year. And I will say, I mean, heck, I'm four years on the team now. And uh, how long have you guys been together? Oh, Oh, Dewey and I. (laughs) We go back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this round, I've been here 13 years. 13. You've been at MTI, though. I've been at MTI maybe for about, what, 21, 22 total. You know, I had five years and then I took off for three and then I came back. So in total, probably about 21, 22 years. Now. Wow. I'd have to go do the math. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. I'm still the baby on the team. Yes. <laughs> okay. But back to this idea, right? When we think about the, this concept of well-being, I love that, that we kind of just did that as a team because I think that that's important for our leaders to sit down and to just kind of do with the team as well. It's important to have everyone's insight when you're thinking about this from a, a team's approach. Where do they feel the well-being of the team? is that because it may be very different from employee to employee yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so um, what are the particular areas when we talk about well-being and when we talk about kind of what this means for us and i mentioned the dimensions earlier what would be some of those particular things that stand out to you well i you know first thing i want to say about that is i i liked what ray when, when when well actually what ray talked about with um uh that it's about how happy are you, but you're also functioning well. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And so to me, that's about balance. Right. And so as we kind of talk about some of these different areas, I think it's important to kind of keep that notion of balance in mind because, you know, we can, um, you know, for example, I can really focus one area might be uh, your physical well-being, right? So how healthy are you? But if we're really focused on that, other things can be can slip away, right? So I'm going to the gym all the time. Well, that means that I'm probably not spending time with family and friends, which mm-hmm. might be another social well-being, which might be an important element as well. So it's I think it's important that as we kind of maybe talk about these different areas uh, that we can look at in terms of our well-being, that um, it's about balance across these areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, and I think, you know, this when I do training on work-life balance, which was really, you know, something we've talked a lot about in the last couple of years, um, as organizations as well, you know, my my perception of that balance, you know, because most people are like, oh, you know, time here versus time there mm-hmm. and the scale has to balance. And, you know, you gave a perfect example. Somebody's, you know, intensely training, you know, so they're spending their time at the gym. That means, you know, time at home might not be as much. But my thing isn't about time as much as, you know, what's the balance between just pure fun? Mm hmm. And achievement, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think we hold ourselves hostage to this idea that I've got to parcel out, you know, two hours here, two hours there, two hours. And I'm just like, 
I can sit at work for two hours and absolutely get nothing done. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, just be totally spaced out. I, why, you know, cause I, maybe I'm work, thinking about a family relationship, you know, or whatever. So I think it's, it's, it's not that time. And I know, I know you guys have heard me say that before. Just that idea of fun and achievement, the mm -hmm. balance there. How much fun are you having? <laughs> and are you balancing that with, is that getting you anywhere? Right. And yeah. And when, so when you, when we talk about how much time in each of these areas, it's not that we're going to equally distribute that time across these areas because, you know, as, as a human being, you grow, you develop different parts of you. Uh, you know, like when, what I was trying to balance in terms of fun and achievement when I was 20 yeah. is certainly not the same things right. that I'm trying to balance Absolutely. now. So it's not to say it's going to be an equal amount of time in these areas, but you know, a balance that works for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what are some of these areas? Um, well, I think it starts physically, you know, hmm. I think it's first of all, the physical uh, being, you know, or so are we eating healthy? Are we getting enough exercise? Are we uh, putting good things into our body? Um, you know, those kinds of things. And are we seeing a doctor on a pretty regular basis and, and those kinds of things. So making sure that you're, f you only get one body, right? And mm -hmm. so you got to take care of it. Um, um, it's not like you can add new parts to it all the time. So um, being able to physically take care of yourself, I think is, is a, a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just want to be intentional in saying sleep mm. is so important. Yeah. Um, you know, Woo. definitely diet and physical activity. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, they they use sleep deprivation as a torture technique, mm. you yeah. know. And mm -hmm. so are we self-inflicting, right. you know, now you being a new mom and not new because, oh, my gosh, she's a couple years old now. But think about how other areas of well-being suffered when you were sleep deprived oh, because yeah. of attending to a newborn oh, and yeah. it's yeah it's yeah. physical it, important i still find it um we're you know coming out of uh, obviously the season the winter season is as we're coming into january too the the times when he's sick i mean i still have to be very intentional um because i skip gym workouts because we're up all night with them and um and you know and so those different things i have to recognize okay it's not happening right now but i have to make the time to get it in because it is a very important element mm -hmm. uh, when we're thinking about well-being I think another area that we can look at with well-being would be our mental uh, capacity, right? Mm -hmm. So um, are we learning? Are we continue? Are we perf developing professionally? Are we learning new things? Um, are we uh, solving problems? You know, problem solving is a great way to exercise that brain. Uh, journaling is another great activity to help you kind of sharpen those, those uh, brain cells. So, um, you know, what are we doing for ourselves mentally to keep yeah. us acute? You know, Covey in the seven habits, he calls that sharpening the saw mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's just staying edgy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we always, you know, well, how's grandma doing? And we always talk about, you know, her mental capacity. Oh, it's a good day. You know, she knows who you are kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, use it or lose it. Right. And so even doing things like puzzles. Mm -hmm. um, and there's so many fun things that are out now. I just bought like a logic puzzle book mm -hmm. and my daughter and I love to do that and we can do it virtually. And, and, but we sometimes do it at family dinner when we want to mm -hmm. get away from fun. the, the, the guys. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that reading, you know, oh, I hope everybody's constantly reading something. Even 15 minutes a day. Yeah. 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 
I mean, and, and something of your own choosing, mm-hmm. not, you know, oh, I read this research paper or, you know, something, uh, you, have something you have to read because it's part of the job. It's something you actually have chosen right. to read. So that's that's a second area. I'm just here thinking as you're talking about books, I need to be a little bit better in that space. Than Clifford, than Clifford, the uh, big yeah, red dog. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we have exhausted my son's bookshelf of books. So if that uh, counts, I, I mean, you can, you can do this, yeah. Yeah. oh, be happy to give them to you. You know, for me, when I think of this too, another big area is the uh, um, spirituality. You know how, and I don't mean that necessarily in organized religion, but I mean that in in all terms of of uh, where are you with whatever it is for you? You know, if it's sitting in the mountains, if it's down by the beach, if it's, you know, going to church, what is it and how are you doing there? Yeah. So when I think about that idea of spirituality, you know, the practice is very, very diverse. Mm-hmm. But, um, it, to me, it's really about getting to your core. You mm-hmm. know, what are your core beliefs? What are your core values? Um, you know, those are, those are the things that if we can... Um, if we're if we're good in those, those are the things that can kind of carry us forward when things get tough, mm-hmm. um, uh, and we're struggling to s- decide which way to go. But you have to clarify those values, right? You have to really understand what they are, and and it's about your uh, understanding what they are and your commitment to them. Um, I think is an important piece. Yeah, and that they're yours, and that you're yours. Yes, um, I I agree that centeredness that that you're going through and the idea of um, presence mm. with a CE, um, you know, meaning are you here right now in this space? And, you know, that mindfulness and you've probably all seen that, you know, graphic where the man is sitting with his dog and there's a thought bubble above the man's head and it's full of stuff. Mm. And you see the thought bubble above the dog's head and it's like, of them sitting where they're sitting, you know, and it was like, are you mindful or are you mindful? Mm-hmm. You know, and I often think about that and just like, just stop. Right. Just stop right now. You know, Ray, you said something to me um, one time that was I, I have taken with me into some trainings and and frankly, into my personal life, um, just just to really recenter as we're thinking about this. You said to me one time, you know, we are human beings. Oh gosh, I'm scared. No, 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 no. (laughs) You you said, this is really, you said, we are human beings. We're not human doings. And often we find ourselves moving as human beings doings, always on the go, always thinking about the next thing, always, you know, and so to speak to that mindfulness element, we're just beings, which we are, then we should just be, Mm -hmm. you know, and we don't spend a lot of time in that space often. Yeah. You know, and I think another really important area that we should probably look at when we're thinking about our well-being is our family and friends, right? Mm -hmm. Our social well-being. Um, You know, are we... um, are we taking care of the people around us, you know, uh, because if you're not taking care of them, <laughs> will they be there when you really need them? Um, so uh, what are we doing to invest in those particular types of relationships? Um, I think is, is a really and, and don't forget about your work colleagues here. Right. Because oftentimes um, we spend the majority of our waking hours with them, maybe mm-hmm. as opposed to our 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 family uh, relationships. So um, but what is that social well-being? What do you have those meaningful relationships um, that are so, so important, especially when times get tough? Yeah. And, you know, honestly, sometimes it's just as important to let go 
and mm-hmm. of the ones that aren't adding that value or like you said, meaningful, you know, the people that aren't supporting you and your in your greatness. Um, you know, some of those I know are by blood and, and aren't as easy to walk away from. But um, I think that that takes some inventory as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you doing about unhealthy relationships? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boundaries. Boundaries. Yes, Brianna. <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> Still something I'm learning in 2023. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I guess, you know, another space, and this is important in our own family, um, the financial well-being. I mean, I, money yeah. issues are the root of most relationship problems. And um, I mean, same could be said in the workplace because you can bring that back into the workplace, your frustration there. And uh, I'm fortunate my family and I, we went through uh, Financial Peace University and was able to work through that and, and become financially free. That's what we call it, you know, that financial freedom. So financial well-being. Um, I think that that's a very important element to this. Mm, I, I would agree. Yeah. And it's not about having the most of it. No, it's just about how are you using it? Right. And again, that balance between using your money for fun and planning it that way and then using your money for achievement, Mm -hmm. you know, to buy buy the house that you've been thinking about. You know, and I want to go back because uh, one of our previous episodes in 2022, we kind of did that roundtable with just questions, Mm -hmm. you know, to end our year. And one of the questions I liked on here that you brought, Brianna, was what's a goal you gave up on? Um, this year that you're glad you did. And um, the first thing, and this is going to sound antithetical to what we've just said, <laughs> but I quit worrying about the money. Mm. Like I, I, everything had a price tag on it. You know, our, our training, our, our everything, everything personal, everything professional, and it, it could be consuming. And then I'm thinking I'm doing this for the wrong reason, mm-hmm. you know. And so in in some ways that balance, you know, is I stopped making every decision based on mm-hmm. that that money. Mm-hmm. And and I am talking physical money. I'm not talking the value. I'm talking the money, the price, the cost. Um, so. Not not to be antithetical to what we were talking about. No, but, but what you're talking about is that, you know, it is an element, right? It's, it's an element that we have to think about once in a while. But what you're telling me is that you thought about it way too much. Right? Yeah. And so, again, bringing yeah. that back into balance yeah. um, of thinking about what's what's the most important to you. Right. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, another area that you, you we might want to consider is, you know, the, the communities that we live in, um, uh, the communities that we work, that we play in, um, that we uh, enjoy. Um, and what are we doing there with our community? You know, and that's interesting because, you know, as we're growing up, we're just, you know, there because that's where our parents put us or the people who raised us are, are living. And a lot of times that's not our choice. But, you know, and then we think about how are we investing in that community? And if anybody's gone to uh, the doctor lately, one of the questions they always ask you is, you know, do you feel safe yeah. in your home? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think I, at first I was like, well, that's weird. And then I thought, oh, wait a minute. That makes a lot of sense, especially when your doctor's trying to treat the whole person, right. you know, and not just, you know, the ailment or the, the well checkup. But that idea in your, even in your community, you know, mm-hmm. do you feel safe? Do mm-hmm. you enjoy this? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So lots of areas I think that we could, you know, kind of look at it in terms of the idea of 
well-being. I guess the next thing to do is once we kind of understand what these areas are is to maybe scale it in some way, you know, and what areas am I, do I feel that I'm doing really well and I'm thriving in and then what other areas might need some help? Yeah. You know, it, you can figure out your own metric, I guess, mm-hmm. or measurement. You know, Gallup has these three levels, you know, thriving. Um, and that means that, you know, your well-being is it's strong, it's consistent, it's it's progressing, you know, struggling. So from thriving to struggling, you know, that eh, it's moderate, maybe it's inconsistent um, or maybe it's, you know, in a particular area. And then the the third one is suffering and the idea that well-being is is really low. And probably that's one part of those elements that we just talked about is at particular risk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in my coaching, I do a lot of scaling because a lot of this is so intangible, Mm -hmm. you know, and so we do a lot of scaling. So on a scale of one to 10, you know, 10 being great, 10 being thriving, you know, one being suffering. And one of the tools I use and I I have it under multiple topics, but and we use it in our our um, leadership development program um, is the wheel of life. Mm. And it does. It asks you to assess yourself in relation to not just those five or six that we talked about, but I think it's got like 12 mm-hmm. um, different areas and people can scale, you know, one to 10 where they feel like they are in the wheel of life. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I like it. You know, what's interesting is we beyond just the coaching sessions, one of the things I'm really grateful for is the opportunity to have such great leaders that do these kinds of check-ins with me. You know what I mean? So if I'm not if I'm not set up with a coach um, or if I maybe am lacking in my support network personally, you know, I think that one of the benefits of a great workplace is having leaders who care to check into this space, right? Yeah. To check in and to, to figure out what is and how are you doing as a person, not as a workhorse, not as a, yeah. you know. Not as a cog in the Yeah, yeah. Not as number, you know, employee number 426 or, you know, but as an individual. Um, And so there's lots of good questions I've heard you all ask in several of those settings as well. You know, the biggest and easiest one is how are you doing? How are you doing? And I think Dewey, every morning I walk in now, it's, you know, hey, how how are you doing? How's Logan? You know, (laughs) and um, that as an employee just feels it just feels good and if it's a rough day i can usually pretty quickly turn it around by just you know processing out loud with somebody so um i appreciate that i do yeah i think there's a lot of great questions you know when you're you're thinking about this in terms of checking in on other people's well-being you Mm -hmm. know whether it's how are you doing or um you know what what do you enjoy the most about your job or um you know what what do you what do you not like so much about your job, you know, those kinds of questions, you know, who's filling your bucket? Um, Is your bucket getting filled? Um, Yeah. Those kinds of questions I think are, are really good ones to be able to help people maybe think about their own well-being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, from a leadership standpoint, you know, we're, we we're saying you can ask this of your people, um, but leaders themselves are rarely asked that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll never forget you and I were Dewey were in Washington, D.C. together um, getting our Clifton certification. Mm -hmm. And I don't quite remember what the the lead up question was to this. But I remember you saying something about that, 
you know, that leaders, you know, ask and, and concern. But and I, your phrasing doesn't really matter. But the idea was, you know, that that doesn't always get reciprocated to the leader, mm-hmm. you know. And so for those of you that are listening, you know, when is the last time you asked your boss or your manager, you know, how are you doing? Who's filling your bucket? Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it comes from that cultural idea that everything in an organization has to be top down, oh. right? As opposed to bottom up. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Just draw a, a big old circle. Everybody get in a circle, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah, everybody gets a chance to lead. So overall, we've talked a little bit about different elements of well-being or dimensions or whatever you want to call it <laughs> of well-being. Um, mentioned a little bit about some good questions, you know, that the leaders can do. And if we're thinking about just kind of on that personal state of well-being, obviously, check the temperature, take a status status check. You got to you, you know yourself best. You know, and I, I will say, though, I, I do rely heavily on a good support system. So to help me see what I might be missing. And so it's good when you're taking that status check, maybe just asking people, how am I doing? What are you seeing mm-hmm. right now? You know, I do that with you all and I do that at home as well. Asking for some feedback. Mm-hmm. Great idea. Yep. But I think what we're trying to do, though, is to think about the gap. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so if this is the ideal state of my well-being that I want to achieve and this is where I'm at, you know, what does that gap look like? Um, because it's from there, I think that you can then start to think about actions to really help you uh, achieve a, a better state of being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and that's great to ask yourself those questions. But are you being honest with yourself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and so a lot of times recognizing like, what are you rationalizing? You know, so let's say there's been a, you know, a misfit at at work, you know, and, and you're rationalizing, well, you know, they just, they've got a lot on their plate and they just, you know, and you kind of explain away or, or you're just tolerating. Mm. So you got to be honest with yourself and say, would I do that? You know, is this crossing my boundaries? What am I rationalizing? What am I tolerating? And, you know, for my, that's that energy, that three level three energy, Mm. you know, is, is where we kind of over rationalize things and try to think it too much, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I think there's also some things that, you know, sometimes I think we're our own worst enemy when it comes to some of this stuff once in a while. Um, You know, I have, I'm sure like everybody else has that little voice in your head once in a while that tells you sometimes you're not good enough here or, you're, or you're, you know, you'll never achieve what you really want to achieve. And so we just kind of give up. Right. Um, so it's it's kind of that um, uh, being honest with yourself and, and, and recognizing that little voice and recognizing it, uh, not saying to get rid of it, you know, but because uh, that's hard, hard, hard to do. But to recognize that it's there, you know, that you can be your own worst enemy sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, when I'm reflecting on what you're saying here, <laughs> I always learn from you all. Let me say that. Thank <laughs> you, first and foremost. Um, you know, one of the the biggest barriers when I think about my own personal well-being, uh, if we were to take that forecast that we did at the beginning of the episode on personal well-being, um, mine's probably lower than obviously where our team score is at right now. Uh, but that's usually because I have a really hard time telling people no. Uh. 
really hard time. Yeah. And what happens? That affects your balance. It right? does. Mm-hmm. It absolutely depends on now I'm not doing the things that I'm doing the things I'm obligated to do, not the things that I'm really having fun at doing or achieving at doing. Yeah. Maybe I am, ach- maybe I am achieving at it, but it's not on my own will. Right. It does feel like it's somebody else's uh, request. Yeah. And so that that's a difficult space to be. And that's certainly only something that you, if you're me, you, you can change. Um, and that's just a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I don't know if this, you know, relieves any pressure or lets you off the hook in any any particular way. But for, on the other side of that, you know, the person who's asking would rather this be at your will mm-hmm. because they know probably the commitment that would happen um, rather than just the compliance of the obligation. And so when you're con- contemplating like, oh, I got to say yes, I got to say yes. Just keep in mind, would you want a half effort approach because you're not really invested? Hmm. You know, I wouldn't. And so if if it, if you're not going to pour yourself into it using your own beautiful words, um, please say no. Yeah. <laughs> so that relieves me to go find somebody else in, in time who would enjoy the activity or is just waiting to be asked um, for something. Mm-hmm. But I, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So we're all going to have our own barriers, yeah. I think, when we consider what it is that prevents us from moving forward to having, you know, a, a pretty well-balanced feeling of well-being, a thriving feeling of well-being in all those different categories. Um, and truly only only you can get to the core of that. But I encourage it. You know, (laughs) it's a new year. You might want to figure it out. (laughs) So other final thoughts as we start wrapping up this episode? Well, there are some resources out there, I think, that Mm. we could think about uh, talking about uh, to help people with this idea of well-being. So one is a a book called Well-Being at Work. Um, It's How to Build Resilient and Thriving Teams. It's written by Jim Clifton and Jim Harder. Um, This was, I think, released in April of this last year of 20. Uh, 21. Uh, oh, that was two years ago. Well, it was two. Oh my gosh, it is. This is 23, <laughs> isn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, but that would be a good resource for you. Um, other things, um, and, and again, might be able to get that at, uh, at a little discount um, here at Barnes & Noble in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, but other resources might include things like find out what your strengths are. You know, take the Clifton Strengths assessment um, might be helpful. Um, it might help you to maybe take the emotional intelligence the EQI 2.0 and and think about um, uh, how that affects your well-being and uh, and other things. So I think that there are some um, uh, some other resources out there. You know, yeah. seek out a, a, an executive coach. Yeah. Or a coaching session <laughs> um, um, could help you as well. Yeah. You know, all those things cost money. Um, and, and since I'm not about the money, um, you know, things that are free, uh, do a value search. Mm. What what do you stand for? And because I think all of this stuff is assuming everybody's planted that stake, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody knows what their life, what they value. And again, are they truly your values? You know, and not just, well, everybody would expect me to say family, of course, you know, and this right. and like right. family wasn't on my list. Does that mean I don't value family? No. But there was a broader perspective. Mm-hmm that came out of my value search. So I think that's important. Um, and it's free. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
We're going to put some more free resources for you in the episode description. So be sure to take a look at that and leave us a comment. Leave us a comment on what you thought about this episode. And as always, if there's any topics that you uh, are considering or have questions about, you can send those in to us, mti at missouri.edu. And until the next episode in 2023, go be great. Thanks for listening to The Weekly Workplace, hosted by the Missouri Training Institute. Dewey, Ray, and Brianna stand ready to connect with you and meet your training needs. Be sure to check out ways to contact them in the episode description or at mti.missouri.edu. Subscribe to the podcast to get future episodes automatically by tapping subscribe in your podcast player of choice. Hope to catch you on the next episode of The Weekly Workplace. Yes.